0: Hi guys,
1: welcome to Don't Quit Your Daydream. I'm
0: Sharl. And I'm Shana. And we invite you to join us, two friends, as we discuss the highs and lows of writing.
1: Come and take a seat and make your writing dreams...
0: Hey daydreamers, welcome back to Don't Quit Your Daydream. Today we're going to talk about formal education and outside validation. So, sounds like a big episode, but uh, let's dive right in. So, the first thing that I wanted to kind of discuss is, do you need to study writing or literature or any sort, kind of formal like English literature or whatever to become a good writer, to be a successful writer? Obviously there's a short answer. Yeah, there is
1: a short answer. But let's dive answer. into
0: the long answer after that. But
1: do we do short answers? Well? No. Of course My short that. answer is no. No, definitely you do not
0: need
1: to I was going to say more but just no no. you really don't I mean you can and there's nothing wrong with doing that and if that's what you really want to do I think that that's great because you could get something really amazing out of studying it but if we're just talking about on a very basic level of do I need to study or get any kind of formal education or any kind of degree or qualification in order to be a writer then the answer is no no the
0: answer is absolutely not there's plenty of people who haven't even gone to school so maybe they were homeschooled or like they grew up on a farm or whatever Mm -hmm. and didn't go to any kind of formal education at all and have still got books out there yeah some yeah exactly like tara westover she does have a degree now but she came from um, a mormon background and didn't go to school at all because her parents didn't believe in formal education so yeah there's plenty of people who who who, like you know struggle with in school maybe they have dyslexia or ADHD that holds them back from Mm -hmm. being um you know academically successful in the traditional way but there is nobody who says oh sorry you don't have a degree so we can't you can't publish that book Mm -hmm. you can't write that screenplay absolutely not your writing will speak For you. Yeah, and I think obviously
1: no disrespect to um, courses because you know people have put a lot of hard work into it and it's great. But I I have often heard people that have become writers who have done that Mm -hmm. have said actually that had nothing to do with the success or the journey and that they really just didn't need it because it doesn't really teach you what you need. I think nothing really teaches you how to be a writer like reading and writing. Yes, exactly. It's just one yeah. of those things
0: where you've got to practice the craft yeah. and that will get you better. Obviously, yeah. you practice and you get maybe feedback from someone, yeah, but you absolutely. don't need to do that in a formal sense. You don't no, need to do that with um, a professor no. or a I, I think tutor. Y- y- you can
1: learn so much from other authors yes. and what they've done, their journey. You can, you can really unpick books when you read them. And obviously, I mean, it, it does get to the point where you pick books so much that sometimes it's hard to enjoy them um, and that's a balance that you have to work on but that when i read a lot of books i start to see the same patterns over and over and over again and that's in grammar and punctuation and in word usage Mm. and you know sentence structure that make me start to internally just realize that when i go to write i'm accidentally writing yeah
0: it's it's unconscious a lot of it isn't it because you do your brain is picking up more information than you realise. So you don't even have to be like, "Oh, that's where a full yeah, stop goes." You like, no, it's just like you, it's your there. mind will just naturally do it yeah. when you go to write. The more that you read, the more that you see yeah. words on a page. It's like it, it creates a habit, doesn't it? Yes. Like,
1: um, it's almost like your pro. I always say to like the kids at the school that I work at, our brains are like computers, yes. and we program them with information, yeah. and um the information that we we program them with creates habits, yeah. and so. I think reading is exactly that the more that you program your brain with these things and like you say you don't have to try to do it you just read by yeah. nature the more you read that's why any good writer is a reader the mm-hmm. more and more you read the more that you learn to do something like i've just read four books in a series they're all standalones but it's a series even though i really really enjoyed those books and i thought they were amazing as a writer i couldn't help but pick them apart and yeah. so there was things that i was noticing such as like the the writer yeah uses certain phrases constantly that are clearly the author's phrases yes she hasn't always taken into consideration that maybe this particular character wouldn't Wouldn't say that that. and so like i would read the books and i'm like book three and i'm like "Mm, that's how that character kept using that word and not everybody uses those words or uses those phrases yeah and so it's little things like that and sometimes just how sentences are structured Mm -hmm. how descriptions are so the books, though I was like, gosh, she's nailed the characters. She's nailed the story. Um, when I say characters in terms of just making them feel real, but in terms of, like, her writing could have been better yes. in the nicest possible yeah. way. And I won't say the writer because she's amazing and I don't want to badmouth yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, course. At, we, we never badmouth <coughs> her, No, absolutely not. But, um, yeah, so you look at that, and you can't help but look from that perspective once yeah. you start to study stuff. Course, so you can yeah. still appreciate that something's a great story, yeah. but you can see where... It could be stronger. Yeah. now I'm reading another book by another author. And I'm not into the story, so I don't know how great a story it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But just looking at the quality of writing is so yeah. different immediately. Course, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is yeah. a little bit more of a seasoned writer, perhaps. Right, so, of course. Yeah, and I think okay. that's you learn a
0: lot you do you, you really see do lot, you see
1: a lot without we'll, we'll realising we'll go
0: more into that a bit later Definitely. but let me jump into something else so mm-hmm. I have decided to do a formal education mm-hmm. I'm doing a degree that's going to be a, quite a wide degree it's an arts and humanities degree but I've specialised in literature and creative writing so of course it's more because I am a writer I wanted to study mm-hmm. those things and so firstly we'll start with the positives and then <laughs> we'll go with the negatives so some things that I've actually enjoyed or have like found beneficial from formal education is it teaches it does teach you, obviously, how to structure things better. Sometimes, as a writer, you can be a bit too freeform and and maybe not realise that you've got the pacing wrong, or like you say, it could be it could be grammar and punctuation. It could be that you've been inside the character's head for too long, or something yeah. like that. These are things that your tutor could pick up on, and that is helpful because that's their job. Yeah. They're 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 um, experts in this. Yeah. Um, you learn different like techniques and language devices and things it's mostly the names of things because sometimes you do things and you don't know that they've got a name but yeah. then you learn the name of yeah, it. Yeah, but so obviously you don't need to know the name, yeah. do you? But yeah, like te- te- different techniques like that and obviously if you like a certain type of writing but don't know how to write that type of writing mm. then that can teach you so i that's learned right, yeah. script writing um oh, wow, on part cool. of my module which was really really cool also obviously you can get advice quite easily you've got other people in your tutor group who you can talk to um, you've got your tutor who who obviously gives you feedback and they give you advice on your writing which i think is really nice as well so all of those things are, are really good really useful and obviously if you ask somebody who may be feels completely lost and you have no idea where to begin, then maybe a formal education is good for you. And obviously a lot of people go into university at the age of 18. And so you've not had a lot of life experience by that time. You've not had a lot of writing experience. And so going to be around other writers can be great. You go and meet new people who also love what you love and you're studying together and learning together and sharing each other's writing. I think that's quite beautiful, quite nice. And especially if you're at the right place doing that with the right tutors who can Mm -hmm. nurture your work, and believe in your work, then that can be really beautiful. Absolutely. Anything to add on the positives of education, or shall I go on to the next? (laughs) I mean, I haven't done formal education in
1: regards to writing, but I do think the technical aspects are probably the real strength there. And like you say, may I think that the formal education probably forces you to look at read and study things that you probably wouldn't like yeah. off your own back so More i think that that's true, yeah, yeah absolutely and like you say you've got people who have the expertise but then you've also got that thing of you know writing subjective so yes. you, you that got was one of my some... negatives <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> but in a positive way like yes, writing yes. subjective so although their opinion could be great or it could be not great. Mm-hmm. It you at least know that that is an opinion. Yes. You know, uh, unless it's a technical thing or yeah. you know a grammar thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that in terms of like you say, learning some of those um, technical terms, you probably could do better by doing some, quicker. Sorry, by doing something like this. Yes. It's not to say you can't learn it the other way, but yeah. I do think those are some of the positives. You know, it's all in one place. And the fact
0: that you know it's credible, yeah, can really helpful because obviously yeah. there's plenty of stuff online, but yeah. you don't know if that person's yeah they're telling you the right thing. Yeah, you have to, you have to look at. <laughs> So yeah. many sources exactly to, to, before to verify. Like, and they are right. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, accept. a formal education it, it, it's know. more credible. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, so the negatives of education—I've <laughs> been thinking about this a lot more lately because um, I'm in my <clears> final <throat> year of university. The big thing, obviously, is what you've just said: is subjectivity. So, mm-hmm. if you're deciding to study um, creative writing or literature or both, then obviously it's a, it's an art. And so with art there are no right answers yep. and that's one of the most beautiful things about it but mm-hmm. it's one of the worst things about it academically yeah. because you Definitely. have to be given a grade yeah. and that grade is basically telling whether your piece was worthy or not mm-hmm. and that sucks that really really yep. sucks yep. because you can pour your heart out do so much research you could even do it like technically perfect mm-hmm. like from your point of view or somebody else's point of view but if the if the um, marker your tutor or whoever reads it and decides this is not how i would do it mm. th- then that's it and that's, that's exactly and yeah, that's, that's really hard really do. hard like yeah. i remember a few times i've had comments on my work like i would have liked if it was this i would have liked if it was that and i'm like but what does it matter what you would like yeah because <laughs> that like, should not be a factor in my me grade exactly yeah, exactly i think it yeah. is like you know credit where it's due like tutors have a hard job too, give them mark. yes it's actually hard sometimes it, yeah, to, to it be hard to do that to
1: do that and not
0: and not put your own personal point yeah, of view because I'm
1: obviously going to read something from what I like. And I mean, you, I, can't, you know I'm going create a foreign so. class because we started it yes, together before yeah. you went on. Um, <laughs> and sometimes the kids read me things that are not in the genres that I particularly right. enjoy. Yeah. And I have to really step back mm-hmm. and be like, okay, forget that this is not something you would read. Is this just well written? Yes is if they use Does it do what it's trying to do well? Absolutely. Yeah. Are they using the things that work in that genre? Are they using dialogue well? Are they using descriptions yeah. well? Are they building characters well? Are they using punctuation well? <laughs> you have to try and look past your yes. personal. Do I enjoy this story? Yeah. And just, are they doing the basics well? Yeah. And that is difficult to do. It I is difficult, to do, it's exactly. difficult
0: so to do, exactly. I, so I, I appreciate that. But that is something you have to bear in mind and just deal yeah. with if you decide to do formal education. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I really hate is, is obviously deadlines. Because I have decided to study and, and study these things because I enjoy them. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and at the moment, I'm doing um, a children's literature module, which is amazing. I get to read kids' books yeah, and, like, classic books cool. and everything. Mm-hmm. Children's books that everyone prizes. And I don't feel like I get to actually sit in those books and appreciate them because I know I've got a deadline. So you got to rush them, Exactly. Yeah. So I've got to rush it. I've got to... Oh, yeah choose bits not to read because mm. I haven't got the time to read all of it, yes. and because you know you're writing an essay, which mm. is obviously a, on a certain topic, you kind of like okay, I only need to read about this bit because that's all I need yeah. for the essay, mm-hmm. even though all the rest of it she could be sell, really interesting. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so that that's shame. something that you have to also yeah. appreciate, um, and not appreciate accept if you yeah. Do and I mean education. the thing is,
1: it, it it is in some ways a negative, but then I think also in this industry, whether you're going self published or traditional. Deadlines are something we have to deal with, which That's is really true. annoying for yeah. all of us because we just want to enjoy our life and be artsy and creative. a yeah. <laughs> guess To some degree, it's a yeah. tiny positive in yeah. that it's preparing you for a world of yeah. having to do something to a deadline. But you are right. I think a deadline's always sad when it makes you not be able to do the thing exactly. fully or enjoy the thing fully.
0: And That's in the writing industry, yes, you'll have a deadline, but mm. I like to think they're not going to penalise you too much if you need a little bit extra. No, they don't. Whereas they yeah. would with university. Based on the research <laughs> I've done...
1: Um, no they they're usually very understanding of yeah. certain situations um, yeah. so deadlines they know that sometimes life gets in the way yeah. and authors push it yeah. back and i think it's more the author knows that it can affect when their payment comes but yes. it's a choice the author has to make exactly for their and own you, life. and you yeah. could do
0: that if you needed to and yeah. obviously even though you've got a deadline it's still your work wholeheartedly and you can mm-hmm. do whatever you you absolutely. want with it whereas obviously with, a, with an essay or a piece of writing you you usually have a topic that you have to write about absolutely and yeah. or or it's yeah different. so it 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 is difficult in that respect it's very it's more rigid than a creative person likes to be yes is absolutely. what i would say yeah is a problem for formal education mm. and then the other thing the last thing i put down um i don't know if, obviously you can add to anything that you yeah. want to say afterwards but the last thing i put down is um validation so I think that a problem with formal education is that you can't help unless you're a really healthy, self-aware person, (laughs) but you can't help kind of feeling like the grade is validation for Mm -hmm. whether you're good or not. Yeah. And obviously if you write a piece of work and you get a low grade and you absolutely do it it yourself, you think it reflects on your writing and it reflects on who you are, Mm -hmm. sadly, because I think, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you would agree, but like... I feel like a write- writing is part of who I am.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So 100%. if
0: my writing is then Yeah criticized yeah and i feel it's so it's so emotionally connected to it exactly Mm -hmm. and obviously again your your point from before that's something that prepares you for the real world because you are going to have your work criticized absolutely the only difference is you're going to have your work criticized by a lot of people which is okay because Because you're going to have bad bad and and good
1: good (laughs) whereas it's just
0: one person who's going to criticize it and it's this big grade Mm -hmm. that you can't change yeah and that feels and i think
1: that that's one of the things why uh, formal education doesn't interest me as much because you are right there is that aspect of it and again they're only doing it from their perspective exactly and you want to fight
0: against them but it's like they're not they're not going to change it though are they
1: and they can't write it from any other perspective however you know you're right that could be the difference between crushing someone's dreams exactly sadly so and not crushing their dreams yeah and you know i think if we look at traditional publishing it almost sometimes mirrors that, even though I do love traditional and I think there's so many great things about it. One of the cons of traditional is that you do have that barrier. You have the agent, and you have the publisher who are telling you whether it's good enough before the readers get to choose for themselves. And I guess, in a way, formal education, when it comes to like marking works and assignments and things... It's the same thing. You've yeah. got that barrier before. Actually, it's not for you, but what if? Because, you know, you have people that criticise all the time that Twilight was written badly, Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey was True. written badly. Yeah. And yet... They're, they're f- phenomenal. two, uh, two, <laughs> two yeah, two series that have made a humongous amount of money because people love them. I love Twilight. I mm-hmm. quite enjoyed Mr. story. Yeah. <laughs> After a while, not so much, but I did <laughs> um no, I did enjoy it. So the thing is like it is subjective and yeah. what is good writing because yeah. in uh, what I come to realize even when I was writing myself and I wasn't writing very well mm-hmm. and you know I wasn't editing very well, I didn't know about the craft. But there were people who were just like, this is amazing and it's incredible. And they were giving me five stars yeah. on my books. And, you know, you you read from your place of knowledge. Yeah. So if your knowledge of grammar and punctuation isn't as high, yes. you accept lower. Yeah. And so for I know course. that there's this saying and it's quality is what the customer accepts. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's about knowing your audience and yeah. quality is what they accept. And when you're dealing with someone who's looking for high, 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 high quality... Yeah. Actually, that can get in the way sometimes. I'm not saying we don't want quality books, because we do. Of That's course, not what yeah. I'm saying. But what I'm saying is quality is what the customer accepts. Yeah. So... um they could be looking at it on a different level when actually the target audience that it would be for that would be just perfect for them. Yeah, that's and true. And that's the that's the barrier that gets in the way, like I say, in traditional as well. Mm-hmm. I think self publishing not so much because yeah. you are it's just you and the reader. Mm-hmm. You just put it out there. Mm-hmm. But whenever there is an in between person, yeah. you sometimes don't get to see if, oh, is this one person's opinion or would somebody else like this? Yeah. And so that's scary.
0: That's just made me think of um Kind of. I don't really know how to say this, so I'm just going to say it badly. <laughs> but, like, it makes me think of, like, elitism and classism mm. and the gatekeepers that are, are out there. Yep. So, uh, obviously, a lot of people would believe, just as I have in when I was younger, that if you don't have a formal education, then you're not good enough to be a writer yeah. because you're not going to write very well, yeah, you're not going to be very well-spoken, you're not going to have all of this classic literature background to, to mm. back you up and, oh, I know Shakespeare and Hemingway yeah. and all that. Like, the, you, those things are brilliant and that's beautiful if that's the education that you've been brought up into, but yeah. obviously not everyone has access to good education. it's a
1: privilege. Exactly.
0: So. Some people yeah. come from areas where putting food on the table is all that their mum cares about not yeah. not they've done their homework yeah. and that's not their fault no, and no not. one should be... Penalised for where they come from Absolutely. and it doesn't mean that they can't tell a beautiful story I mean mm-hmm. naturally humans are storytellers anyway yeah. if you give someone an opportunity to write something down however messily mm. they might write a beautiful story that yeah. will resonate with so many people Yeah. and obviously the majority of, I think it's fair to say the majority of the planet are not you know, rich people from mm. privileged backgrounds. Mm. <laughs> so why should those be the only people yeah. that get published? That so obviously amazing. it's great that the publishing industries are trying to be more diverse. They're, yeah, they're aiming definitely. towards, um, you know, people of colour and uh, people from less yeah. less privileged yeah. backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just put it that way. Yes. Yeah, um, marginalised voices, there we go. Yeah, that's um, it's it's really go. great that, that that they're coming to the foreground, but mm-hmm. still there is a little bit of a resistance. Yeah, absolutely. There's, and a, so, there's a
1: tiny bit of snobbery still. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. And it's not from everyone. It's I not think it's everyone. probably much more um, minute than it yes. is, you know, major- minority, that's what yeah. I mean, It's <laughs> much more the minority than it is the yeah. majority. Yes. Um, but it is there. Yeah. And exactly. it's a chunk, you know, yeah. and it does need to be looked into. It needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. We need to keep growing. And I guess that's the work that everyone else that's putting in that doesn't think that way. Yeah. Um, because there are barriers and there are, you know, people do have, versions of what they think things should be or should look like should sound Mm -hmm. like and that's just not life because we're all looking for something different we're all entertained differently so yes sometimes you know choosing formal education can put limits and barriers on that and Mm -hmm. make you think you're not good enough I remember Tomi Adeyemi said she had the same and I think there was a professor who just wouldn't let her on this course because he was like I can't teach you how to write because basically you're just not good enough, essentially. And yet she got like a seven-figure deal for her book. So it's like, I mean, I read that book and she writes good enough. So I'm like, there was something there if you would like, you know, helped her out a little. But then that wasn't meant to be her journey. So she, you know, he wasn't the right person for Mm -hmm. her. But when you look at that comment, she took that comment and she's like, when people say things like that to me, it makes me fight. Yes. some people what about those really people that don't fight, exactly, like who just yeah. go, oh, okay, I'm not good enough for yeah, one? And then How many it, yeah. stories have we lost to people who've had those views? Yeah. I think it would be enough to maybe say, do you know what? I don't think I'm the professor for you. Yes. I don't think that I can help you in the way that you need to be yeah. helped. Yeah. You need to find somebody that would be able to bring out the best yeah. in you, rather than just cancelling somebody Or as else. obviously
0: their professor, you should help them to find that person yeah. like obviously I, I presume there's plenty of other faculty that you could say yeah. oh let me ask Professor so and so if they can Absolutely, help you or something yeah.
1: I think just to wash your hands yeah. and act like there's no I, hope in someone is sad yeah
0: it's very sad and mm. you do need to think about the consequences of what a little comment could have yeah. on somebody Absolutely. I remember my, my friend who did university at Birmingham City I think she she was at uh, um, she said that because she, she's South Asian her professor wanted her to write only South Asian stories oh God. And I think that's really sad. Yeah, it is that she just had to stay in her lane or whatever. That that's so yeah. So that that's that's one of the issues of of formal education. Sometimes, not everywhere. Sometimes, is that they can kind of force you down. Exactly, they can force you down a road. And sadly, a lot of people could come off the same course, Mm. all writing the same because they've all had the same professor. And maybe they started the course very free creative writing however they wanted but Mm -hmm. then they started to write the same because they thought that was the correct way and I think that's so sad I think that's something that hopefully majority of professors wouldn't allow to happen but I think that a lot of time it would yeah well. and,
1: and it's sad because it does kill that creativity yeah. and it could make somebody who really loves this think that they don't love it yes. but it's not that they don't love it they don't love the way they've taught. been taught exactly, yeah, exactly that, that. that's always scary isn't it Yeah. and again I mean this isn't everybody because I think, I'm sure there's people that have been on these courses and just thought they're amazing and oh, yeah, have so definitely many those people. incredible things I think it's just who it's in the hands of yeah. and how people deal with it um, and what you want to get from it yeah I think it just really is dependent it, isn't I it I think
0: that the reason that I wanted to do this is not to say don't do formal education because again no, I've done not. it I, I really enjoy yeah. the fact that I have done it I yeah. feel like I've learned some but mostly I've just enjoyed doing it But it comes down to, and I hope that the biggest message, if anything, that you take away from this, is that if you do do formal education or education of any sort, that you have a Mm self-awareness to realise that just because somebody said something about your work doesn't mean that they're necessarily right. Absolutely. That if somebody tries to tell you how or what you write is wrong, doesn't mean that they're right. Mm -hmm. And that you shouldn't give up. Yes, you're going to get bad grades. You're going to have something that probably was bad. Like objectively, it might be bad, yeah. and that doesn't mean right that bad you give at up. Some point. Exactly, I mean, my first
1: drafts are still horrendous. Yeah, exactly. I have to do a few edits to get it looking nice. So. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. And obviously, you're gonna have hopefully people who support you to getting better. Mm-hmm. People who offer constructive criticism rather than like you know destructive um, criticism. People who lift you up instead of tearing you down. Uh, which is actually my second point. So we'll just slip onto that. Mm-hmm. Seeking outside validation mm-hmm. is. Dangerous, <laughs> anyway. More I mean, in anything in life, yeah. anything in life, but especially for creatives. So don't look for somebody to tell you, "Oh, you're a good writer." Yeah,
1: gosh, no, please don't do. Don't
0: that. don't do that because one, what is a good writer? I think you said that there earlier. Is what no, is a good writer? There
1: is no right answer to what a good writer. is, yeah. Because every because the world is so subjective. Yeah. Everybody is looking for something different mm-hmm. in when they go to read a book. I mean, me and you don't even always read the no, same type we of books at all. So it's how can you really say this is the standard for good when exactly. everybody has their own version. Yeah. So, yeah, I think listening to anybody that says, oh, you know, you're not good or you're good or, you know, you've got to remember that there's just so many people out there waiting for stories and your story could be one of them. Exactly. So one don't limit yourself based on
0: one opinion. No, definitely you know. not. And don't let... The voices outside be louder than the one inside. Mm-hmm. That you need to love your work first. Absolutely. And obviously, if you find something you don't like about it, then that that's fine, you're that's okay. It, that's what you're doing and before. then you, you have you hopefully find people who you can go speak to and be like, Oh, can you check this for me? and they're gonna give you something yeah. that's called feedback mm-hmm. rather than you know somebody who's just Positive, there to tear you down, exactly. Criticism, if they good. say, this isn't good, I didn't like it, mm-hmm. that's not really helpful, it's not is helpful it? at all. If, yeah. it, if they say, oh, it seems like um, the character wouldn't make that decision from mm-hmm. based on what has happened in the, the beginning, then that's perfect, yeah. that's feedback, that's, that's the constructive yeah. criticism that I can actually use. Absolutely. It's somebody yeah. trying to support my journey rather yeah. than tear me down. Mm-hmm. So it's about you seeking out people to help you yeah. Obviously, we all need that on our journey, but not seeking for those people to validate whether you're good or not, and not yeah. taking their criticism to be the whole truth and nothing but it's really the truth. Possible, yeah, absolutely. exactly. 100%. Yeah. Just don't need to. So the last thing that we'll end on then is what we can do to actually have an education in writing. Without an education in writing, mm-hmm. so obviously a formal education is only one way to learn yeah, things. There it are is. so many ways to learn things. There's, so there's so
1: many that you know. I mean, I think we said the biggest ones first of all, which was read a lot and write a yes, lot. There's, of there's course, no yeah. better education than you reading what you like, reading mm-hmm. what you don't like. I think you, you can learn so much. When you read a book and you're like, that just did not work for me. There are so many things that you will learn in there as to why. Ask yourself,
0: why didn't it work for me? And that's the one time that an
1: opinion of not liking something or thinking something's not good is important important because it's your personal one and you're trying to find who you are as a writer. So if there are things you don't like, you're obviously not going to do them in your writing. But if there are things you really enjoy, you're going to include those things Mm -hmm. in your writing. And I think... It's important to either get, like, mentor that's a writer or, you know, friends that are writers. Definitely. People that, you know, can give you that constructive criticism mm-hmm. and help you to grow and grow with you. I mean, I, I love watching lots of um, author interviews, hearing yes. their journey, how they got there, what they did. I love to go on sites that teach me more. So I know there's Publishing Crawl is a really yeah. important site and a really informative site. It has so much information. Susan, Susan Yeah, Susan yeah. Denard. Oh my gosh, her site taught me so much when I was first writing. In fact, it probably taught me the, mo- the bulk of what I know mm-hmm. because it was, what what it was with her site is it, she was using terms on there that when I first started, I'd never heard of. Right. So I then could know, okay, I can look on her site, but now I know what to Google yes, because I didn't course. know yeah. before and yeah. I didn't know what I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the, the internet is just... It has everything yes. at this time, you know, YouTube. Yeah. Obviously, you want got, you to be credible. You, you, you go do your research to make sure that the information you're finding is legit and it's yeah. right. But that's quite easy to do sometimes. Yeah. You just, you know, you, you, you look at a lot of different sources yeah. and you make sure that they're matching up. Mm-hmm. You look at credible places and you make sure they're matching up talking to people you know there's there is actually so many writers who are so kind and will help you yeah there are like... um, online courses i know that i bought and done Tomia adiemi's course and i thought that was really really informative and really good i um used to have a masterclass subscription when they offered monthly subscriptions they don't anymore, like, <laughs> annual, which is really annoying but yeah. yeah um and i did neil gaiman's mm-hmm. and margaret atwood's and they were really really good courses because these are people who have been doing it for a long time of course yeah Brilliant so i think
0: yeah i think you can read their books because yeah. those people have all written books on writing. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah.
1: But in fact, books on writing yeah. as well because yeah, obviously they've got their books where they're right. But yeah. like I read as well Stephen King's book on writing yeah. that was really really good. Yeah. There are other books on writing. I know people love um Save the Cat, Save the Cat, Save Yes, the Cat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's I, it. I, I've read not the full but read some of Story Trump's um structure i think that's a really really good book um mm-hmm. when you talk about just getting down to the nitty gritty yeah. i know a lot of people talk about john truby's book um, yes i think i've got that i somewhere. have it too the anatomy yeah. of story yes yeah i haven't read it but i do have it yeah so i have that i also have Save the cat but yeah. i haven't read either of those but i do have both of those only enough
0: my course mentioned that him. so yeah. <laughs> i feel like everybody mentioned <laughs> yeah. those
1: are the two that I hear the most, Save the Cat and John Truby. Yeah. They people just say that they're just incredible. So there's obviously something in there. But yeah, I think there's just so much you can get from everywhere to teach yes. yourself. And I think be kind to yourself because you, you're jumping in and you don't know anything. So yes. take it slow. Just learn. Don't overwhelm yourself it. with too much. Yeah, because it can be a bit, it can be heavy. I mean, if you're like me, you, you just love the information and you just yeah. soak it and you find it everywhere you can. But you have to be able to gauge what type of person you are and how you want to take that information in and also what format you want to take it in. I mean, yeah. I watch as well. I love watching things, but when I'm really interested in things, I love reading them as well. Yes. So... um Alexa Dunn, I think her YouTube is yeah. incredible for just shedding a bit of light on the publishing industry. She specifically talks about things like money and mm-hmm. things, which is such a taboo. Nobody really yeah, talks about it. True. Susan Denard does that in her um, newsletters as well. Mm-hmm. She breaks down like what she's got for her deals, how she was paid, what that means and how, what she got. Because sometimes you just need to know if you're doing this as a career, you need to know how do I survive? Yeah. That how is really likely important. is it
0: that yeah. this is something that can sustain me? me? What, what do I expect from the beginning? Because sometimes yeah. you get told, oh, this author got a six-figure publishing deal. Yeah. but they never got that money straight away. No. <laughs> and you can't be down. like, oh, sweet. If I get a yeah. just publishing, publishing deal, I'm
1: I'm done. I'm <laughs> quitting my job. No. no. <laughs> um, it really depends what six-figure deal. Yeah. And, um, you know, know how, how how the payment's been split down, because yeah. sometimes Whether it's, it's a split over years not, yeah. yeah it's split over years sometimes like Shauna said it's split over series and then those series is split over years yes, so yeah. you know there's um, a lot of factors yeah even if it's not a series a publisher can buy three books off you that are three standalones and yeah. you you know, it's it's six figures, but it's split amongst the three books, yes, and then those yeah. three books payments are split down. So you gotta look at the logics. You gotta look at you know mm. things like taxes and stuff. And there, are, there's so much help out there. But I think it's just about taking it slow, mm-hmm. starting with something you enjoy. And I think my advice would be if anyone was gonna say, well, where would you start? Where would you start? I would start with reading i yes. start with reading a hell of a lot and writing finding your voice finding who you are because all that business side is, are things that you can find slowly and afterwards yeah. and what you don't want is to become so obsessed with that side that it takes you away from the writing because yeah. the writing is the most important bit and without the writing you have nothing
0: exactly yeah because so, we, we got yeah. distracted
1: for a while absolutely didn't we I've been distracted don't, <laughs>
0: don't get distracted by the publishing industry it's brilliant to know it it's Obviously, incredible it's incredibly important to yeah. know what you're going in for but especially if you're in the beginning Of your career, don't don't even bother. Just start with fall in love with writing, understand how to write, and how you write specifically. And and I think that's the the best place to start. I think you're right. And I think accept
1: that we all and you will write badly, and that is normal because I think that's one of the things that happens to us all as writers. We pick a book up off the shelf and we're just like, oh my, I will never write as good as this. I'll never be able to do this. No, you won't. You won't be able to do that on your first writing no. because you just can't. None of us can write the kind of first draft that sits on the shelf. No. So you, you,
0: Unless you're some, a phenomenal yeah. person. And I don't <laughs> which think they exist. <laughs> I but, don't think they do.
1: But. You know, I think your drafts get cleaner as your skill improves. Yeah, but yeah. Nobody writes an amazing first draft. They have a team of people that help them to get there. So everybody has to understand and come to, come to the um what's it they need to accept that actually your first draft is gonna be bad and yeah. that's normal that's yeah. okay because sometimes that's not safe yeah. enough and so don't, you go in thinking you got to be incredible yeah and you don't, don't don't
0: think that oh because i don't have a formal education that's why i write this oh draft bad no, no, no not no. at no. all <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it probably has nothing no. to do with it at all I've it heard, just means i've that heard stephen need to king
1: jk rowling Lee do go all of them the, Big great say yeah. that they have really crap first drafts yeah so you, you know go. in fact Lee Bardugo constantly says that and she's so popular at the moment yes of course um, yeah. and and you know she constantly says write the crappiest first draft you can that is how you write a book yeah and then you fix it on the other yeah. side and, and it's understanding as well that I think the biggest thing you have to understand is there's no right or wrong way or no right or wrong method no. to writing because some of us plot some of us Write as we go along. Some of us write a first draft that's one hundred and fifty thousand words and cut it down. Mm. Some of us write a first draft that's thirty thousand words and bulk mm. it up. Oh, yeah. And that some of us write from chapter one all the way to the end. Some of us start with chapter seven, then bounce to chapter fifteen and go yeah. back. You have to write in a way that works for you that keeps you enjoying the stories. Yeah. You're gonna have days where you don't want to turn up and you don't want to write oh, and you're course, tired yeah. and you're frustrated. But what you still want is that internal love for the story deep down. And that only comes when you are allowing yourself to do the journey in the way that works best for you. So it's accepting that... And you sometimes, know.
0: if you do, like, whether it's formal education or, like, you know, educating yourself, mm. you can get swept up in, oh, there's a right way to do this. Yeah. But there, there really isn't. There so, that's there. what we no. really want to say to you is yeah. that if you are going to educate yourself, which yeah. we do encourage you to do, yeah. then make sure it's a wide education in that you listen to a lot of advice Absolutely and that no. a, a lot of different methods so that you yeah. know how freeing it is to try lots of different things to find what works for you. Yeah. And the last thing that I'm I would say sure. is that you don't have to just educate yourself about how to write what's mm. something that could help you in your writing is educating yourself with like history yeah. with philosophy oh geography, psychology all geography all of, all of these different gosh, areas I I are going to our, are gonna come into our, our writing yeah. exactly yeah. so yeah. again you don't have to go to university for this yeah. or college or whatever but you can yeah. pick up books about this you can oh, watch 100%. YouTube videos there's so many amazing and YouTubers yeah, talking into, about add deep in, topics yeah,
1: adding to that and this is obviously if you're in the position to do it but there are and you don't have to do it on a big scale but travelling oh know, yes see the world totally going will. out with friends yeah. socialising conversations
0: will enrich your Gosh. writing so much yeah.
1: <laughs> because when you start to even if you're on the bus and people are talking Listen in, yeah. listen to their little phone conversations, yeah. watch how people interact, watch their It'll body teach language. You how to write dialogue. Yeah, gosh, you can steal so much from that. And like, yeah. no, it's having those life experiences, because I think sometimes as writers, we do get caught up on just being in our little writing yeah, case. Yeah, that's so true. And actually, yeah, and it's seeing the world and being around people that yeah. actually show us how to write better characters and to write better exactly. descriptions and stories. Mm-hmm. Like, we've got to be in the world to write about yes. it. You know, even if it's fantasy, it's it's drawn from the real world. Yeah. So we've got to be a bit brave and and mm. step out of our little comfort zones of liking to be in and huddled in our like pajamas in front of a computer. Yeah, just experiencing life is is one of the best educations you that you'll do. ever have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there are so many things all around you, and it's in everyday life. And when I say travel, I don't like I say you don't have to get on a plane. You you could get on a train. You could just yeah. be on the bus. You could be walking yeah. on the street. You could exactly. be just sitting in a cafe. It doesn't even matter. Buy like a two pound cup of hot chocolate, whatever. And just sit and watch and listen. You know, no one's gonna know. You know, no. so it, it, it's about just what's the word soaking, up yeah, soaking up every that, experience, that filling that is in up, front of you, know, you filling up those the culture juices. of life
0: around you, the societies, and that will be the most yeah. beautiful way to to. Yeah learn and grow as a person which will make you learn and grow as a writer yeah
1: and infuse yourself with stories because you know stories come in all forms they come in watching plays and you know listening to songs and how people have got stories films, tv shows conversations yeah whenever I'm I'm struggling with writing I always go back to other people's creativity because it pulls me back out and reminds me what I love about storytelling, yeah. because sometimes you do get caught up mm-hmm. and you need to be reminded, what do I love? Like what mm-hmm. I'm doing at the moment, just enjoying reading. And I've read like five books in this, in January, we're at the beginning of 2023 and I've read five books and I'm like, I've genuinely enjoyed mm-hmm. them. And I forgot sometimes what that's like because I'm always so hard on myself about, well, oh, you've got to do this by here you have got to do that, yeah. you have got to be this good and that. And sometimes you just need to sit back and remind yourself Why did I ever want to do this? It's because I love this and I want someone else to feel this when they're reading my book. And the only way you can remember that is to experience that. Yeah. So, yeah, just enjoy the process. Don't put pressure on yourself. Slow it all down Mm -hmm. and just take it a step at a time. But start with the writing. That is the most important thing. If you take anything, I think, from this episode today, it's just forget all the fancies and everything else, yeah. just be writing and be reading. That's yeah. your two strongest tools that yeah. I think you can ever have.
0: Writing, reading and paying attention to what you're writing Absolutely. and reading. <laughs> if yeah. you If you are looking to um, yes. learn how you better write, then yeah, you just a yeah. little just a little bit of self-awareness and that's you'll be fine you'll be absolutely 100%. fine so yeah, yeah that's um, our thoughts on formal education and outside validation mm. N- nothing we said in here is out of malice or like you know there's no. a right or wrong obviously everything is about our own opinion I've like I said enjoyed my formal education but at the same time I see the pitfalls of it Yeah. luckily I'm self-aware enough to see the pitfalls but some <laughs> people might not be which is why I wanted to do this I wanted to show you that it's okay if you've been told that you're an awful writer by your tutor it's <laughs> not true I want you to Carry on writing anyway, and please mm-hmm. prove them wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best thing you can do. It's the best you, thing really. you can do, yeah. and I would love to read your work in the future. Yeah. <laughs> your work in the future. <laughs> That's we a little We love more writers, of right? course. It's so we exciting. want more. more why we do the podcast. Isn't it? Exactly. Because
1: I just get so excited when someone tells me they want to write a book, and I'm yeah. like, What book? <laughs> <where, where>, <laughs> <where, where>, <laughs> tell me everything. everything. <laughs> tell me everything, I know. Um, It's just exciting. It's the you know, it's a beautiful community to be part of, and I love it when I see other people joining it. Exactly. So if you
0: don't feel a sense of community and happiness doing your formal education then maybe it's the wrong yeah, thing yeah it might not be for you yeah which is okay because i've yeah. dropped out of uni like two times <laughs> and, <I've laughs> and never the third been. time lucky I, yeah. i've succeeded so it's i, totally I just it. went to
1: theater school guys and yeah. did a bunch of physical storytelling which I just perfect, because which is perfect and it's
0: it. helped you yeah, with yeah, your and
1: writing. do you know what there's no it one really has i never thought it like oh, i never knew i wanted to be a writer at the time that i did it yeah i thought i was going to hollywood to meet will smith and marion but that still might happen <laughs> totally didn't happen jada got there first but um rather serious no um i can't believe how much that course looking back has really helped me because yeah. you taught me how to out, you taught me how to become a character yes. and how to study a character and what they're saying and uh, the subtext yes. in what they're yeah. saying and movement and body language which further
0: highlights what yeah. we're saying Perfect. in that you can yeah.
1: learn in ways mm. that you don't even realize you're learning absolutely i can't believe when i look back now and i think gosh there's so many things that I use in my writing that I yeah. learn at theatre school Yeah, with just characters and the way they are and the things they're doing and the thought process behind it because I was forced to do that by mm. being those characters. And I have heard before when other writers have been told that it's a really good idea to go to an acting class. Yes, and yeah. I totally, totally agree. Yeah. I think there is something about embodying a character that when you go to write them, mm. there's just this deeper level of yes. understanding why it's so good. Like even when you get put on the spot sometimes, and it'd be like. We'd have to sit as the character we're supposed to be playing, and right, people would yeah. ask us random questions, mm-hmm. and it was like showing how well you needed to know your character, despite the fact that you're only saying these lines when you're on stage. Yes. Like, yeah. what do you know about them so you can understand why they're saying the these lines? Story and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we played this game didn't we, when we, did, we went on yeah, our I writing retreat. Did, yeah, yeah it was so good. <laughs> we did, guys. We're such geeks. But um, <laughs> yeah, we we played the game when we went on our writing retreat, where we were asking each other questions that our characters would know and would have I to that game. It, it was, was so good. good. I think we have to do that more often. Cause yes. It was I agree. So such a good game, and it helps you to really think about the motives and the decisions yeah, yeah. of what they've been through in life. Because ultimately, you're trying to create real people. Yes, 100. It's a real story that you want people to relate to and connect with, and that means the people have to feel real. Yes, so, agree. Yeah, but yeah, Enough that's so.
0: That's our episode for today. Um, obviously, check back in with us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.